0: Wind down, shit. We are back with another episode of the Wind Down Podcast. This is your girl, London Affair, aka Dash.
1: What's good? What's popping? Your favorite retired Twitter honey, Tori. and we're back for another episode. The very next week. Look at that. Look
0: at us. <laughs> what would I thought? <laughs> Look at us. I know y'all probably listening, like, bitch. Y'all probably said y'all said that before and then left for a year. Well
1: well listen life we won't but we're gonna that, go but ahead and time.
0: kick things off per usual and let y'all know what we drinking on and like i said That's last week we not going into detail mm-hmm. so with that being said i'm drinking a wine i got from target it's tall dark stranger and it's a mall oh
1: okay mm-hmm. i it's have yes bottle too let me see oh that is a nice bottle mm-hmm. um mine's cute too it's i have the 14 hand unicorn rose bubbles they can't see because i have this little thing on but whatever it's cute and the best part is that it is 13 percent alcohol so this little can is gonna do what it needs to do okay,
0: okay yeah so right. clink
1: clink clink on that Woo, Ooh. yeah.
0: I already know you this. Know, I'm mad. So I'll get into that. I'll get into that. I'll get into that. I'll get you into ready it. to start? Yeah, let's start.
1: Um,
0: uh, oh, <laughs> no. Well, I'm, a, I, I'm sorry. I definitely didn't say this before we started. So I switched them around so I can just get mine out of the way before you dive into topics with Tori. Okay, go ahead okay so we are going to like i said we're not doing uncorked every week but this week i just wanted to ask Tori a little question so we're gonna get things started with Uncourt. so in lieu of yesterday being 420 mm-hmm. i just i had a great 420 by the way did you have a good one
1: it was very relaxing so and yes. that's what
0: it's supposed to be about Mm -hmm. now I was on the timeline doing a little scrolling whatever I wasn't scrolling too much because I still had not watched Snowfall the Snowfall finale so I was trying to stay off I muted everywhere possible but some things did slip through the cracks I'm not going to spoil it for nobody but y'all need to watch the episode but um a lot of people was on there talking about some um 420 this. Y'all always talk about 420 ain't nobody talking about 420 no, no more. That powder done took over. First of all, first of all, first of all, let's really let's really dissect this, okay? Now 420 used to be real popular back when we was like 17, 18, 19 for me and Tori because that's when like being a stoner was like such a cool thing and Wiz Khalifa putting out all the great mixtapes and whoopty woo niggas was rolling up yeah, um, yeah niggas got grown they have jobs and responsibilities and it's not to say that we're not still smoking because we happily are nobody's just on the internet bragging about it or their fucking handle on IG is not stoner like Misha no more. Like, come on now, come on.
1: Oh gosh, that was never my name, by the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it sounded good.
1: <laughs> it did sound good.
0: But um, yeah, like people just—I hate when people do stuff like that. And y'all only do it on four twenty. Talk about some. What are other people who don't smoke supposed to do on four twenty? Carry on for fucking day. The fuck
1: right because nobody asked that questions on Cinco de Mayo oh what are we supposed to do if we don't drink but my eat thing a, is, eat I a I fucking don't taco I don't
0: know exactly so my question <laughs> is because a, a lot of people were saying this bullshit too do you think we it is as addictive as people say it is
1: oh god um
0: it. I feel like it is addictive but I don't feel like it's as addictive as people make it out to be
1: I think all things need to be in moderation and anything can be Mm. deemed an addiction. If you make it that there is no difference in a person who wakes up and has to smoke versus a person who wakes up and has to drink versus a person who wakes up and has to have coffee to get through the day. All of those things, if it's something you have to do, you can't function. It's an addiction. It doesn't matter what that thing may be. Some things are quote unquote healthier than others, but If it's something you can't live without, you're gonna have some type of withdrawal symptoms. You're gonna go crazy and start fidgeting. Then it's an addiction. I don't even, I don't know if it's a more than others, whatever, it doesn't matter. I know some people that they can't function if they don't smoke. I know people that can't function if they don't drink. I know people that can't function if they don't drink coffee that can't function if they don't work out or eat this or do that. I mean, listen. I don't like to judge people on their vices. Everybody has a vice. Everybody has their thing, whatever that thing may be, that gets them through the day. I'm not gonna judge you. Don't judge me. Period. If a motherfucker wanna smoke like a chimney, as long as I ain't gotta pay for your habit, I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter to me. Same with any other vice. I don't care.
0: I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree. Everybody has their own vices and everybody has whatever they succumb to. I'm one of those people... I do not think weed is as as addictive as people make it out to be. I honestly really don't. I know plenty of people who feel like they gotta smoke before they do anything. I worry about them. Those people. I honestly do. Cause girl, bring your ass on. It's never that deep. Like, I feel like with me, I've always had the personality with anything. I could pick it up and put the bitch right back down as easily. Like
1: Uh
0: it's never been an issue um and also I just I'm one of those people who feel like you have to take breaks from your vices you really do yeah like after a couple months after months of drinking I always take a month or two away from drinking or I always take a month or two away from drug use because I won't specify what all I be into but yeah Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That's just that. I don't feel like there's anything. I don't feel like I have an addictive personality. But honestly, everybody thinks that until they become addicted to something. But like you said, I don't think any addiction is better than the other. Because I feel like people do weed so dirty because it's not openly available. But we have a bigger problem in America with people that can just walk into a liquor store and get whatever the fuck they want and be addicted to it versus the access to
1: weed. And weed is a lot more accessible. And I feel like the thing is with weed, the the real problem most people have with it was the fact that it was illegal. I don't even think that people would care as much if it wasn't. Like, I just, I feel like I don't see people talking about weed as something negative in states and in places where it's legal. So. I really think that is the only thing that's holding people back from it because don't nobody say nothing to y'all motherfuckers that be smoking cigarettes all over the damn place. Like, um, don't nobody be don't saying nothing say- to y'all that be
0: popping perks and popping pills and all that other bullshit that okay. supposed be using for pain.
1: Like Like fucking hookah has fucking tobacco in it, same shit as cigarettes. Y'all smoke that every fucking place you go. Nobody says anything about that. I think the only issue people have with weed is the fact that it's still illegal in certain places. I think if it was one hundred percent legal, same way liquor is, same way pills are, same way a lot of this other stuff is, I don't think anybody would have anything to fucking say. Then everybody would move on to the next thing. Then everybody would be talking about y'all (laughs) coquets. That would be. Honestly,
0: because if we keeping it a weed we just really taking the fall for a lot of shit that y'all need to be judged for.
1: Okay. Mm.
0: I'm, mm, I'm, mm, I'm mm. starting to realize a lot more people that I know is doing cocaine, and I have a problem with that.
1: Y'all doing y'all com- going
0: too far. I don't do them hardcore drugs. Y'all, y'all going too far. Cocaine. Uh, like I said, weed, I don't, I don't judge doing, people's
1: vices. So do whatever you do. When
0: they was doing Molly, I was judging them. I'm sorry. I was judging y'all.
1: So you know me you know i've always said that i'm scared of real drugs so i don't do real me drugs. Me too, bitch. and but my thing is i also don't give a fuck what nobody else does just don't i don't necessarily want that shit around me like don't just roll up to my crib and snort a line like shit sweet like nah nigga you should have did that before you came in here like what the fuck is you doing i, I don't need to see it but i don't care if that's what you want to do in your spare time like my ex used to do drugs it made me no never mind he knew I wasn't doing it he never tried to make me do it he never tried to anything and I only saw him do like real drugs like popping something like once or twice like if that's what you do that's what you do like I say as long as you know what's crazy to me you're not trying to make me do no shit like that you're not trying to pressure me I'm cool do whatever the fuck you want to do they didn't do
0: that they hardcore drugs and I don't think I ever would the most I dated is niggas that
1: smoke he he like I said he popped something once or twice uh while we were dating but he didn't do drugs like he wasn't into drugs like that he was a straight up stoner though and oddly enough since him everybody I've dated since then I'm the person that smokes the most and now I don't even really smoke no more like the last couple of people I dated I was the person that smoked last dude I dated he didn't smoke at all he had never actually smoked in his life never even a cigar not a black not nothing he had never smoked anything at all ever so I don't know what that is I'm
0: not, but- I'm not, I'm not judging about people that don't smoke but I am a little judging about people that don't drink I don't know what it is about dating the dude that don't drink that doesn't sit well with me
1: i'm not judgy but there's no way in hell that i could date somebody that doesn't drink. i'm not I judgy just, because you're yeah. not choosing to drink is you not choosing to drink i honestly feel like
0: if i never picked up alcohol in my life i would never pick it up honestly truly but mm. hey i do i enjoy it but i know how to let it go if i need to but i guess i, I feel the same way about, about them as i feel about dudes who are hardcore fucking alcoholics i can't roll with you shorty
1: i uh, i, I all things in moderation. Everything just needs to be done in moderation. I really don't care what your advice is, what what your thing is, what you like to do. I really don't give a fuck. As long as you can pay for it, you can afford it, it's on you. Don't be like, it was something I saw the other day where like this nigga was begging this girl for $5 or $10 or whatever to get some weed and She was just like, nigga, you just gonna have to be sober. And I'm like, yes, see, if it's at that point, you begging motherfuckers for money and stuff because you need a blunt or you need to go to the liquor store. one of our dear
0: friends saying she was smoking with somebody and the bitch took all
1: of her roaches. I saw that. That was funny as fuck. (laughs) Bitch, are you okay? Down bad. Like when it's stuff like that. Bitch, are you okay? if you can't fund your habit and then you realize, like, you need your habit, that's when it's a problem. Like, if something happened and I'm down bad and I can't drink, I should just be able to not drink. If I'm over here trying to scrim and scrounge and borrow and steal to drink or to smoke or to do whatever, that's a fucking problem. Yes. But it's not sure. Not trying to trigger anybody. We're we're not no experts, and we really not trying to be nobody's rehab. So. Listen, I'm not nobody's <laughs> rehab. And I'm not the
0: person that anybody should feel like I'm. I think I'm better than them because I'm not. I, this podcast any-
1: is literally called the wind Down, and we're sitting here drinking, so we are not the morality police. Okay, so anyway, okay. drink your drink, like smoke your smoke. Up. Yeah, we are gonna wrap that up. So we're gonna get into topics with Tor. So, we all get really, really, really tired of the same old topics, about the same old shit on Twitter, on Instagram, on, on TikTok. I will say, though, lately, people have been coming up with some new things, that you know what, people actually participate in that. Because my big thing when I came back to social media this time was like, i turn back but everything just does not need my energy it doesn't need my opinion I can put it in a group chat or fence or something like I'm not gonna sit here and, and I don't need to speak to you all about everything anyway so I saw somebody tweet the other day asking what are the things that you look for in order to follow somebody and I'm so like, cool I never thought of that before so like what thing when if somebody follows you or you see somebody on the timeline what is it about their page their tweets their whatever where it's like okay if you have this 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 i'm gonna follow you so think of three to five things uh, oh excuse me think of three to five things where it's like okay if a person has this if they have this if they have this i'm gonna follow them so I'll start while because i see this she's already writing she's thinking okay so first thing for me and I ain't gonna lie this is super shallow but to be honest I don't give a fuck you have to have an appropriate ratio and by that I mean if you have 200 followers and you're following 15,000 people I'm not gonna follow you (laughs) because what the fuck are you on like if, if your ratio of followers to following isn't somehow comparable it doesn't seem right it seems off it either seems like you're a bot or a fake page or you just follow too many people you're weird or you know it could be a multitude of things i look at the ratio that's number one number two i'm on twitter for fucking jokes bro if i scroll down your shit and all i see is think pieces all i see is political ass shit tip shit anti this, anti that, bashing this, bashing that. I'm not following you. If you're funny, you got my follow. You gots to be funny. Uh, third, I will say I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes a bitch thirst follows, but you gots to be real careful with the thirst following because I feel like every nigga I thirst follow... They get blocked or muted shortly thereafter because they have some type of dumbass opinion about Meg and Tori or certain dumbass opinion about Jonathan Majors, or they retweet something or just say something that's like rape apologist or just weird. And I'm like, fuck, you was fine, but you're dumb. So I thirst follow, but I do it with a fucking grain of salt. Um, and then I'll say my final thing that makes me follow people is if I know them personally. Even though it might not seem that way, because I follow, I think, like, maybe over a thousand people. A good majority of the people that I have on my Twitter, especially, is pretty much people that I know. It's a good bit of people that I know in real life. If I don't know them in real life, I know somebody that knows them in real life. We have some type of a mutual or something. I follow a good bit of people that I actually know. that, And that's really across the board for all social, Instagram, definitely Facebook, TikTok. Like, I follow a lot of people that I know in real life, but Twitter, those are kind of like my top four things where it's like, okay, if you check off some of these boxes, I'll follow you. They show what you got? Looks like you done writing.
0: Um, now through my journey with Twitter, the last however so many years I've been on that bitch, um, I have learned a lot of things. You don't need to follow a lot of people. You do not need to follow a lot of people. A lot of people think because I have a lot of followers, which I don't even consider a lot of followers. They really just some bullshit because some niggas do not interact. And that's my first thing on my list. Do you interact?
1: You Ooh, that's the actually that a good
0: one do you interact with the people that you follow I don't one. like following shadow people I don't want you here I don't want you here about everybody I, everybody I, <laughs> that's funny everybody I follow I interact with them I fuck with them I like I like what they are doing on there so first things first I don't like following people that bring bullshit topics to my timeline like all of them all of them real fake-ass, obviously skit-ass videos and all them think pieces and all that, get the fuck on. I don't want that shit on my timeline. Of course, they be popping up if, if like, majority of my followers are talking about it. And that's fine. I only want to hear their opinions. The rest of y'all, no. It's an overload. So, no. Um, Funny people, like you said, I come on this bitch to laugh, okay? I come on this bitch to laugh. I might get... And even when I'm on there doing like my little rants and da-da-da-da, I'm not even that dead-ass. Because if I was really dead-ass dead and serious, I wouldn't be talking about it on Twitter. I promise you that. I that's promise a you that. That's, uh, that's not my platform. That's not my platform. That's not my platform. Um, doesn't retweet everything. Like if you're constantly just retweeting and retweeting and retweeting and if you're one of those people that if your tweet gets a little a little motion on it you got to retweet every every interaction, every quote and every reply to it, you got to go. You got to go. It's okay. Just interact with those people, but you don't need to retweet your same tweet that 15 people, 15, 16, 17, 18 people quoted onto the timeline. You don't. The only
1: literally. person she deals with that from is me because y'all know I literally I, I'm the retweet queen. I get on Twitter just to retweet shit. I don't do it as much as I did before, but, but that's But the like shit my- that you retweeted, <laughs> oh, shit I can actually laugh at because I'd be like, damn, yeah. I would have
0: never seen that. So you bring value to, that's the thing. I follow people who bring value to my timeline.
1: Yes, like, yes. Um, yes, same, same here. Especially these days with the for you and the following, like you really got to curate your timeline listen, so baby. that you see shit that you actually want to fucking see. Otherwise, it's a bunch of bullshit. So people about you, that's a big one.
0: That fucking for you page, I, I really be having to catch myself and realize where the fuck I'm at because I be scrolling and I be like, that's why I'm over here pissed off and mad because I'm not on my following. That's why. They need to fix that shit. It's been too long. But last but not least, um, I do not, I don't follow pick-me's. I don't follow misogynistic people. I don't follow hotel people. I don't follow people that troll excessively on the timeline. I don't want to see none of that shit. I had a period of time where I enjoyed following those people. I'm old now, and she don't want to see that no more. That part. I be hating when... Have you ever had a follower, and then like they just completely changed their platform and what the fuck they be talking about on there? Like I follow, I used to follow mm. this one girl. Won't say her name, because you ain't get no credit off me, ho. Um. And then she just, she got a man. She got a man. And then she started tweeting about how women be overlooking this and women missed out on good men because of this. And men are humans too. And they're people and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, unfucking follow bitch. I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to see that shit.
1: I do hate when bitches get a man and all of a sudden they act like they don't remember where they came from. But that's a whole other conversation for a whole other. You gotta go in depth. That was just saying. But yeah, I can't. I can't stand that either. I don't think I've had many where it's like they completely rebranded. I think more so what happens for me is like something will happen in the culture. So perfect example is like the meg and tori situation i don't think i've ever unfollowed and blocked so many people in my life because boy when it comes time to tell opinions or even when it just comes down to retweeting you if you retweet the wrong bullshit on my timeline you i'm gonna unfollow you because you clearly agree with this you agree with this you think that this is right I don't need to follow you. It be shit like that. Like, this Jonathan Majors thing, if I see a nigga retweet some shit that's like, oh, they doing all this, but they weren't doing this for Harvey one. Uh, one. Click, bye, unfollow, you gotta Unfollow, go. the mute, like... Hang it up, get Delicious. The, you look like a man. Like... <laughs> yeah, you look like a man, for real. Can't deal with these niggas. Ooh, child. But, I thought that was a good little question that he asked. I said, okay, You ate that one little thing. It was from from a man too. I'm like, oh, you ate that one little thing. Okay, from a man. All right, so I'm just going to hit y'all with one more thing. Um, And this is going to be a good little transition into what we'll be talking about for the poor. So there was a girl who posted a TikTok. And TikTok is really... Like, Twitter gets people in trouble and has been getting people in trouble for a long time. We've seen people lose jobs. We've seen people... Breakup, divorce. We've also seen people come together, get married. Like, oh, and TikTok, but them
0: motherfuckers on TikTok, they are motherfucking ruthless, bitch. They are ruthless. Oh, man.
1: Y'all are really playing a dangerous game on TikTok. But, anyways, to give y'all a long story short, this girl got on TikTok and was basically complaining because her friend invited her to her wedding and as she was I guess looking at the information and everything she realized that it was literally just the information for the wedding and she realized that she wasn't invited to the reception and she was feeling some type of way so of course this becomes a discourse on the timeline and there was a couple of things wrong here number one you definitely should not have gotten on tiktok to talk about that before you talked about that with your friend because bitch now if I was you ain't coming to shit you're not coming to the wedding you not coming to the reception you can't come to a goddamn thing and as a matter of fact you're proving exactly why your ass wasn't invited to the damn reception that's number one number two we're all very much so grown we are pushing 30 so we are well aware that the most expensive part of the wedding is the reception a lot of times especially if you get married in a church your wedding is free like the venue if you get married in the church the venue might be free you might just got a little bit of decorations but of course it's 2023 people get married all over the place but either way do you know how much it costs to feed motherfuckers to make sure motherfuckers is drunk to have decorations and tables and chairs and real flowers do y'all know how much real flowers cost i don't think y'all know how much real flower arrangements cost not the shit in the freezer section in Walmart, a real ass flower arrangement. Some of y'all would bust into tears. And so it's like, yes, at your wedding, you absolutely get to be choosy with who the fuck comes to, whatever the fuck that thing may be, whether it's the wedding itself, the reception or whatever else. And I guess for me, because a lot of people in the quotes, which I did understand this as well, a lot of people were saying that they had heard more of people being invited to the reception but not the wedding and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before we've had my parents on here before and for their wedding that's pretty much what they did the wedding was super small intimate it was literally just super immediate family it might have been 12 of us in there in total and then we invited everybody else to the reception to you know party and celebrate with everybody so I guess that's where some people were hung up on but to me I just feel like If we're being honest, there is no right or wrong way to do a wedding, especially some shit that you're paying tens of thousands of dollars for. If somebody wants to have a much bigger wedding ceremony and then a more intimate reception, that's their prerogative. And if you're really that person's quote unquote friend, you just gotta respect that shit at the end of the day. Bring your ass to the wedding, bring your gift and take your ass home. That's that. Um, while you were talking, I was
0: listening, but I decided to look up the average cost of a wedding in 2023. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read off the consensus for average wedding cost by number of guests.
1: Oh, okay? God, I'm scared.
0: <clears throat> Where we want to start? We want to start in the 150s Let's- or in the 50 75?
1: Let's start low. Yeah, 50 75.
0: All right. So under 50 guests, a little under $15,000. 50 to 75. That's still a lot of fucking money. $18,000 75 to 100 22 bands 100 to 150, 31 bands, 150 Mm -hmm. to 200 36 bands 200 guests, 40 bands and this is probably just the average and this is
1: literally average average. this is not the lowest or the highest
0: thank you so my opinion is bitch whatever the fuck they decide to do with their wedding if they just wanted to have a wedding and they only wanted 10 people at their motherfucking reception then they only want 10 people at their reception yes. shit like this is exactly why I'm gonna get eloped I'm sorry it's probably just gonna be <laughs> me just, you
1: don't, you don't do that
0: you didn't let me what did I tell you about not letting folks finish go ahead it's probably gonna be me my man and like four or five close friends or our parents that's it i'm not having nothing big i'm not i don't even like people for real i don't i really don't and i'm not dishing all of that i just i I honestly my kill safe was if anything i'm gonna have under 50s and me sitting right here reading fifteen thousand dollars here in 2023 and i know i'm not getting married nobody no time soon to secure that price point bitch yeah elopement sounds wonderful actually and i'm going a fly ass fucking honeymoon
1: That part. You talking about 10, 20, 30 bands, bitch? That's a whole European fucking tour. I'd rather put that money towards... A house, going on a bomb ass honeymoon, like something honestly, else all if, if I do anything, it will really be a, something really small,
0: like really close family and friends, and it will just be y'all watch us get married. then after they get done with that, it's food in the back, and we about to have this celebration. And that's just gonna not be end of that. food
1: in the back, like it's awake, uh, not awake, uh, a not a wake with a repast, bitch. <laughs> She, Mama Shirley back there. She served us some fried chicken and some green beans. Y'all don't like you, that, bitch. You
0: know I don't even get down like that, but you know what I mean. Like nothing too I big. Know, it was
1: the way you said it. It was the way I said it because it really did sound like some repass food. It, don't back there, babe. Get you a place. Stop running in, in and out the house, You're letting all the cold air. Out. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I honestly,
0: honestly, truly, I honestly, I don't know. She never did. She never explained the whole setup and how it was going to be. But honestly, I just feel like I am kind of curious now. I am curious. I am mm. curious. But I also just feel like that's not for you to be mad about, bitch. If you had a problem with it, like you say, you should have talked to your friend before you hopped on social media. The fuck is your problem? People are getting a little too comfortable on social media telling their business. I'm never going to do that before I talk to my friend.
1: I will say this one little thing. This one little thing did concern me. Apparently the girl that posted is also getting married and her wedding is like a week or something, like very close to this. And she had already invited the friend and then the friend invited her to her wedding and only invited her to the wedding. Sorry, that is kind of an important part that I left out so i'm not gonna say i don't understand the, problem, the call is coming
0: her? the call is
1: coming from inside the house bitch obviously you're not a good friend and she didn't want you there i'm sorry yeah that girl don't fuck with you like that because first of all to have your wedding and when i say the weddings are close it might be even closer than a week it might be a day or two apart which is crazy enough because if y'all have similar friends that means some people might have to make a choice, right? And then if she invited you to her whole wedding and you only invited her to the wedding and not the reception, that's kind of like... You don't be That shit, correct. But I don't that's even really want to dwell on that. I do want to ask you this. Now that we're kind of on the topic and then we can move on after this, I do kind of want to hear... Because I think this is my first time ever hearing you say that you want to elope and that you just want to have something very, very small. What would be just like your ideal wedding situation that you would do? You said it a little bit, but just get the people a little um, bit more. Honestly, truly, it would.
0: I, I'm not even trying to be funny. It would probably be like less than 10 people there. Less than 10 people. If I account for like my immediate family, like of course, i want my parents there. That's, that's three um my sister that's one you know you Mm -hmm. see where I'm going with that and of course the people on his side gotta be fair to them um and I just honestly I would want to go have have a destination and go somewhere and have my wedding and then after that y'all enjoy y'all vacation but me and my husband we about to go do our thing, thing just something like that i just i honestly don't want to go through i know how i am i know how i am even the little events i plan in my life right now i don't want to go through planning something really big and dealing with my family and their personalities and their attitudes i don't even talk to you and you feel obliged that you need to be at my wedding girl i don't no 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 and this ain't back in the day where the father of the bride paying for the wedding because my daddy ain't paying for shit. So, Neither yeah.
1: Neither is mine,
0: I'll feel that. Just something. I've always wanted something real small and intimate anyway. So... And that's I think we have talked my,
1: about that. Yeah, yeah, I've
0: always just wanted something real small and intimate. I wouldn't say I want to have a low man wear meat. It's just... A, if that's the last... Case scenario depending on financially at the time, but I honestly don't want to have something where it's just the two of us and we run off and get married. Somebody need to witness this shit from our from our people. From my, mom would be, be, my mom would be my ass if I actually did that, though. Honestly, my sure. mom
1: would definitely be my ass if I ever did that. That's why we said a low. When I said a low. I mean, no, just I, I y'all guess, too. So that's why I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't well, they know they have kind
0: of like transformed the meaning of elopement on TikTok as of lately. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I, I fuck
1: with it. Yeah, girl, go mm-hmm. they be doing, they be doing it big with all elopements interesting because i was about to say again i believe we've talked about this before and i have always said that i kind of wanted to do it the same way my parents did it which was very small wedding with just family then have a reception reception Mm -hmm. with family and friends and then have like an after party just friends right but i was going to say that lately what i've been seeing the thing a lot of people are doing my best friend cabrina did it shout out to her i have another friend just that did it a lot of people are getting married when they're ready to get married just them courthouse type shit and then they are waiting to plan the wedding of their dreams however long that takes and then they're having like their big wedding later and I expect that i feel like i might not do it exactly like that but i could see cuz my thing is if you're engaged most people are waiting to get married because there are certain things you can't just get the same day or the next week for a wedding you can't get a dress that quick if it's nice can't get flowers that quick a venue that quick it takes it takes time that's why people wait a year two years and they're engaged that long because it takes time to plan a wedding and i ain't got time for that i want to
0: really marry my man while we really basking in that energy and in that moment This is my man
1: i don't see if you propose to me i'm taking that as you're ready to get married and if i say yes that means i'm ready to get married right then so what we waiting two years from now for? We might as well make this shit official now. And then only thing I will do say, the party thing for honestly everybody say else is whatever.
0: I want to do during my engagement time is be in some sort of counseling, whether it is from a, a pastor yes. of ours or just a counselor, period, to help us prepare as we walk into marriage. I'm, I actually have become really big on that over the years because I saw I a tweet that. earlier of someone I follow and she was like people do not want marriages they want weddings and that's why I feel like yes. a lot of people mess around and they get caught up in the planning of the wedding and that process and they get they get lost in that you're forgetting about the fact that you about to walk into marriage with this person quote for the rest of your life mm-hmm.
1: which is to me even more of a reason why don't you think it would make more sense to do like you said and only get married maybe in front of him and a couple of other friends, not even really tell people like that, go through that process. And then if y'all come out at the end of it, after like a year of, you know, marriage, y'all have been married, but y'all didn't have the big wedding. If you come out at the end after a year and y'all still saw it, bitch, let's celebrate. Let's have the I like that. wedding. I really wedding. like that. I really like that. It actually
0: makes more sense to me. Because, because that first year it can either see. make it. It really can
1: define your the way your marriage is going to be. It and really can. At that point, you can, and you need to live together. Y'all need to probably buy something together. Do some significant things. You know what I'm saying together. That maybe y'all didn't do as boyfriend and girlfriend to test it.
0: And I also, I would like that because I don't want to hear everybody outside of period opinion about marriage and how and the advice and I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to hear none of that. The only people I want to hear that from
1: is my own people and barely down and this is the last thing yeah and this is the last thing I'm gonna say about it too I I also feel like just knowing me and being a lover girl and knowing how my parents are and just how I am I feel like I'm gonna fall real quick so I also feel like I could get engaged real quick so I feel like we gonna need some time I'm so serious sorry yeah I really like I could see myself whenever it happens I could see myself being engaged in like six months I could see that for me honestly
0: and so it's like I literally just I literally have come to the conclusion I'm gonna tell dude straight up if this shit don't feel like my motherfucking romantic comedy and I win in the end and I get my happily ever after I understand every day ain't gonna
1: be a happily ever after but motherfucker
0: I better have my goddamn love story all this shit I done went through out
1: here in these goddamn streets I don't wanna hear it and I, I feel hear. like you definitely I, I feel like the older we get the more you just know and the quicker you know I feel like if we in locked way. in and it gets to like 6-8 months like nigga marry me put it on them make them want to marry me Hey, like what are you doing like <laughs> you know just go ahead we can get it an old or some shit if you really don't worry like that baby my wife got one life to live yeah
0: but all right, I'm going to pour up a little bit, and then we're going to usher ourselves into the poor, my favorite.
1: Yes, mainstay.
0: All right, so today for the poor, me and Tori, you know, we kind of teased that we was going to talk about this in a later episode. Well, today is a day. So today <laughs> we are going to talk about one side of, you know, becoming an adult and developing new friendships. You know, you're not always going to have the same friends that you formed in high school. And you're not always going to have the same friends that you formed in college either. We're already, we really are at the age now where yes, you have to get other friends outside of your college friends. You know, people move away, people go on different paths of life. You got to get new friends. So before we jump into that, Tori, what is your... What is your preferred method of making friends? Like, what's your vetting system like?
1: Oh, this is a great question, and I am the wrong person to ask. You are a <laughs> mixy bitch. I ain't even gonna hold you because I was about to say, um, you know how I feel about words. You know, words matter. You know, words. That's mean. what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to build us up to, and. I'm not gonna even sit here and lie to y'all. I feel like my application for friendship has been closed for a very long time. Like it's closed. I feel like the friends that I have right now are pretty much it. And every single one of y'all would have to be no longer on this earth for me to be like, all right, DMs open for friendship. Like, I feel like I'm very open to acquaintances, so that is what I will speak on. So in terms of betting for acquaintances, to be honest, a lot of it is the same as how I bet these niggas. I find my friends a lot of times the exact same way I find my niggas on social media. So a lot of people that I became cool with, especially out here in Houston, 95% of the people I'm cool with in Houston, I have known from either Twitter or Instagram, mostly Twitter. I'm actually meeting a whole bunch of people next week. We're all like foodies from Instagram. So I meet most people from social media and most of them I have had on social media for years so it's uh, ongoing I've seen your tweets I know how you feel about certain things I'm trying to see if we're aligned basically going back to everything we said before about you know what would even make me follow you if I'm following you that means I I fuck with you to be honest like that means I've already looked through your shit and I vetted you and you're good you're gravy so Pretty much the people that I look for when it comes to friends is, you know, I've already kind of looked through to see what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going to shoot my friendship shot and go from there. And I give a, a little bit of grace in the beginning because, you know, i been flaky. People have flaked on me. I try to give grace, but it's definitely one of those things where it's like normally for me, I meet new friends on social or at work. If if my friend is not from social media, they are definitely from a job that I've had before. <laughs> I feel like that's like literally adulthood. Pretty much any new friend or new acquaintance that I have I have acquired in the last like three or four years, they're all from working together, if not from social media. So I don't know if that really answered the question. I hope it did, but kind of did. Yeah, to the best degree I think.
0: Um, my betting system, as of lately, I've honestly have been meeting, out meeting people or, like, their mutuals of people I know, and I kind of just go from there. I still kind of bet them out. Like, if I see them, I'll speak to them and, and stuff like that. And, you know, kick it with them and catch up with them. But I'm cute Tori. it. I don't, I'm not really open to new friends right now. Yeah. I'm not. I'm good with the friends I got. Um, I don't mind having... Associates, I don't mind having people that you know. If I'm out and I see, I know your face, I'll say, Hey, how you doing? you been good, you know. If I'm out and we all having a good time, you can party with me a little bit, but um, that don't mean we cool and we we friends. I, you just, you know,
1: I think we both have a very strong definition of what friendship means, and so for me, that's why I don't
0: throw that word around. I don't, we don't throw that, throw that word around. around. I don't. We don't
1: throw that word around at all, and so I think that's why I won't blatantly call nobody associate But I'll say we cool, we cool. It's a it's hell of people that I'm cool with. I feel like if somebody out here in Atlanta or Houston says that they're cool with Tory, they're probably not lying. We probably are cool. I'm cool with hell of people. Are those people my friends? Probably not. No. Because my thing is, if I don't text you, if I don't call you, if you don't text me, you don't call me, we don't chit chat, we don't kiki, you don't know no personal nothing about me, I don't know no personal nothing about you, you're not my friend. We cool, we kiki, we hang, but friend? I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like the way we reclaimed nigga is the way I'm reclaiming friend. I feel like, I don't know what has happened over some decades or something, a friend is just like thrown around like fucking parsley on fucking hot honey shrimp. It's just like stop throwing that shit around. It it weighs too much. It means too much. That's why I don't say it with these niggas no more. You niggas are not my friends. We're not going to end this relationship and become friends because you're not a friend. Like that word, we just have to literally stop saying it and just use something else. Everybody just He's not a friend, but that's why I wanted to talk about
0: accepting that many times, and not in your adult life, you are just going to be an associate. You are just going to be an associate, and I want more people to embrace that because I've embraced that place. I enjoy being people's associate. Okay, I don't have to do too much to maintain you being in my life, or when I see you, it ain't no weird vibes, or you like, oh, you don't ever hit me up and nah, 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 nah. girl. I don't know you like that. I'm not cool with you like that. Can no bitch who don't even know my middle name say they my friend.
1: Period. That's just just, that. I also just feel like at this age, no shame, no tea. It's a certain type of bitch at this age that ain't got no damn friends. And I ain't trying to be the person to fill that void for you, bro. I've tried it before, I've done it before. It's just, it's a certain type of woman that you meet who has zero friends. And she's like, Yeah, I fell out with this person. So, yeah, I'm cool. Like Daisha said, I am the perfect acquaintance because, again, I'm flaky, I'm moody i don't always want to be around people so i'm just gonna show up whenever the fuck i feel like it and that don't work for everybody when that's your actual friend you know what i'm saying
0: listen i for one i'm already distant and moody with my friends love my my, all my friends know me and i know them so that's the part of me that they accept I don't have time to be jumping a new bitch into how the fuck to be LaNasha's <laughs> friend. Okay? I don't have time. I don't have time to explain to another bitch that I am blunt. Same. I'm gonna say exactly how the fuck I feel. Bitch, it may hurt your feelings. I don't give a fuck. I still love you, bitch. You better swallow it. You better swallow it like you swallow that nasty-ass nigga nut. Mm. I don't care. And I just, I don't want to, I know my friendship is, it, It's special. It's mm. special and everybody can't handle it so i don't give it to everybody and i don't right. think i want everybody friendship because i see how some of you bitches move i hate to say bitches i see how some of like, some women move yeah. and i don't like it
1: we came by. same here i feel like i am
0: the you know type of funny? friend that isn't huh you know it'd be funny you better laugh you oh know it was one type of woman i cannot be friends with can't be close can. with boy crazy women girl if you don't
1: get the fuck on So damn sure girl, you don't get the fuck on. oh my god don't nothing piss me off more than a bitch where every single time we fucking talking we talking about a nigga or every single time it's time to go somewhere can I fuck such and such or such and such gonna be there or we get somewhere where the niggas at girl sit such your ass just, just vibe like oh my god <laughs> Can't stand that shit. You but, said
0: it so perfectly, so perfectly, and not as mean as I was about to say it. So we gonna we gonna. I'm gonna let Tori. She got that. But yeah, yeah I can't. Yeah,
1: I definitely can't stand the boy crazy. And I'll give y'all just a little snippet of a situation I had because this was kind of what gave me the thing where I was like, no new friends. Like I think mm-hmm. I, I had my friends. I tried to become friends with somebody out here in Houston, and basically what had happened was. She had some type of awakening, I guess, at New Year's. And our whole friend group would be late all the time to everything. And Daisha knows, and we've been in the same circle for a long time. Why don't you just be late, bro. Motherfuckers just be late. Bitch, stop trying to come on time because everybody's late. Five minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, niggas gonna be late. Like, nobody cares. Nobody feels is mean. Now, if it's a, somewhere we gotta be at a certain time that's like strict or month, Oh, please believe we're going to be on time. But if it's free game, girl, please, we're going to get there when we get there. Anyway, so she had an awakening and decided she wants to be on time now. As soon as she had this awakening, she shows up three hours late to a no-boo reservation that we had. You already broke your resolution. Did Did we get mad at her, say anything? No. of months later i'm late to a couple of events and i'm called everything but a child of god and my thing is i really can't vibe with people who don't have any grace and who just they can't see themselves for who they are i told her the very first time we met that I was flaky and that sometimes I may show up and sometimes I may not and I told her you know I really hate saying no to people but I need to start saying no because the day comes and I don't want to go and she's like oh don't worry about it just you know let me know blah 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 every time I would do that she would get pissed off and I'm like see this is why I said I need to start saying (laughs) because I told you yes and I don't come and you're pissed if I told you no you're also pissed because I'm not coming I, think I went, but I didn't tell you first time I met you I'm flaky as shit but when she did stuff I never said a fucking word because I didn't it, it didn't bother me I didn't say a word I didn't blame her yeah see shit that right there made me be like you know what no new friends at this point, all of my friends know me. They know how I am. They know I am loyal. They know I'm down to ride. They know, excuse me, if I'm having a, an event or doing anything, it's going to be right. It's going to be good. Like my friends know what's up at this point. If one if if I came to Atlanta and I said, "Hey, Deisha, let's go to XYZ and then something happened and I couldn't come no more, you're not going to stop being you're not going to stop being my friend." Cuz how many times have I showed up? And vice versa if you if you said hey tori let's go here and then you change your mind i'm not gonna be mad because how many times have you showed up way more times than times you haven't and that was where i was like bitch what the fuck all the times i have showed up and you mad because i'm either late or don't come this once or twice yeah I don't need no new friends I ain't got time shit like that I ain't
0: I, honestly I love when people <laughs> who are not my core friends they do weird shit to eliminate themselves out of my life because bitch mm. be gone <laughs> bye
1: okay truly ooh
0: jump <laughs> scary cause who
1: am I to, to care
0: <laughs> who am I to stop you from leaving my life please I'm- <laughs> please I'm- always late all my y'all all y'all know i'm late we are late. Know. don't nobody call me asking me where i'm at when it's time to be there because they already know i'm late and it,
1: but even with that you do communicate and that matters to me i don't really care if you're late but don't be late this girl was three hours late to Nobu and why wasn't answering I'm, her. Not, I'm
0: sorry after an hour i'm not even gonna be showing up i ain't even gonna they kept asking us if we want to. i have to gotten my food. lateness down to 30 minutes
1: oh that's like 30 minutes. minutes no she was about two three hours late and wasn't answering her phone wasn't answering her text like we were we didn't know where she was we were worried we thought something had happened no the bitch just has her phone on do not disturb and doesn't care if people are trying to call her or text her i didn't want crazy. To be crazy i wouldn't have been friends with her
0: after that anyway so that we would have been yeah. arguing And the way the type of person I am, when she would have brought up that shit to you, talking about you being late, I would have been like, bitch, do you want to think about when you was three fucking hours late to no boo? Think about that. And then think about the next shit that you say to me.
1: All right, thank you. People swear I'm mean, but I'm so nice because I don't, I didn't even do her like none of that. We didn't argue about nothing. When it came to our little final conversation, literally the last message I sent to her, I said, we just simply aren't compatible as friends. I don't have nothing against you. But we're just not compatible as friends, so be blessed.
0: I think it for me it goes back to what you were saying about giving your friends the same grace that they give you, because mm-hmm. in that moment you're not giving me the same grace that I had gave you when you was three hours late to Nobu. So yes, bitch, I'm about to cut your ass the fuck out because clearly you forgot. Because me in my head, me being a person that's always late, if my friend is somehow late to something of mine or something that she's supposed to be at with us, I'm probably, I'm gonna be like. you can't really say nothing bitch because bitch you stay late I don't need to speak on nobody else being late
1: when I know my ass stay late that's it and then my thing too is like so right now because you know sometimes just because you ain't cool with somebody no more don't mean that points don't be made because I'm having a revelation right now and I did say that going forward I want to try to be on time or as close to on time as possible going forward but just because I had this awakening doesn't mean that anybody else did so I can't be mad at other people who I know to be late if they're still late just because all of a sudden I want to be early and on time. That's not their problem. You know? For like, one, I'm the, like, Girl, don't,
0: don't come up in this bitch acting high and almighty because just last month you was late all the time. Shut up.
1: Girl. Anywho. As we both took a sip.
0: <laughs> I just... <laughs> Alright, so another topic that I want to talk about now that we define our friend, who are friends the meaning Brian. of friends and the meaning of associates glad we Brian. cleared that up okay. Um, well, I'm going to talk about the good one when we get there but mm. do you think I talked about this with my, my best friend last week weekend and I thought this was good so as I've talked about before, right. in my best friend circle, one girl
1: left. Yes, right. Um,
0: and-
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> certainly a word for it.
0: <laughs> she left with a bang, but uh, yeah, she left. clearly,
1: yeah. Anyways,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I was talking about how you know when that whole thing happened. I like I told my friends then, and I said it again on Saturday. I didn't hold anybody to any standard. Like, if you wanted to continue being friends with her, that was on you. Didn't have nothing to do with me. Just kindly let told people I don't want to be in the same setting as that person. That's just that. Your friendship with them is your friendship with them. Me, personally, mm-hmm. if I see a bitch get down like that, I can't fuck with her either. So, my question was, does one friend's actions toward another kind of to put them in a different perspective as their friendship towards
1: you like does it oh that's a good question and the okay, answer so how I wrote
0: it was do you think one friend's actions towards another friend define them as a person or as a friend there we go
1: I'm sorry but I'm gonna have to say yes because uh this, see that's that's a hard one see that's hard that's hard and this is why it's good that we distinguish friends versus associate mm-hmm. you see how I and, that up. yeah because i will say i have done things as an associate that maybe weren't the best thing and i think i've talked about them on the podcast i'm not gonna rehash i've done things as an associate that weren't the best that i would absolutely never fucking do to a friend and honestly i would have never done to that person it was just something that just happened you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i think that what it all boils down to is their character and you truly truly knowing them like there are certain things that if somebody came to me and said Daisha did such and such to me I would be like yeah that's about right that's Daisha and then there are some <laughs> things that somebody could come to me and I'd be like bitch it must be two Daishas cause you a goddamn lot, right <laughs> so to me that's what would be the distinguishing factor is what I'll say about what matters because I do I do think that there are some things that you know about your friend that you know to be true of your friend either you've seen it firsthand you've heard them talk about it with another friend or whatever it's certain things where you're just like okay this excuse me I am birthday today this damn 14 hands shit anyways there are certain things that you see or they tell you about or whatever you're like okay this is this how she rolled it's her and you you take that however you want to take that and then it's some shit that's bullshit. Um, and to just give like a better example, so let's let's say like this. Let's say I become friends with a girl, and the very first time I meet her, she realizes that I'm cool with somebody else, and she just starts talking cash shit about that person. Yeah, me, we're not gonna be besties like that <laughs> because goddamn, the second you, bitch, let I can't me, trust you exactly and and you found out that i knew this person and you don't like that person you unloaded the fucking clip you know and then if it's a person you're really friends with it's kind of the same thing if somebody you're close with does something foul all you can think in the back of your head is when are you going to do that to me i mean that's just go ahead Deja, because i know you got your amen ready that's
0: how. so after I fell out with that girl, I was like, I don't even know why y'all still want to be friends with her. That's y'all decision. But if
1: that bitch decide to cross y'all, I think your situation would have been different if it hadn't got physical. But I just can't see any way, shape, or form.
0: It, honestly, no, no, because I can't see physical, she got physical with somebody prior to that I was friends with. That was the first warning sign, and yes, I should have. That is why I said. It, oh, so physical. so you know. Okay, so prior to me and this girl falling out, she right. fell out with somebody else that we were all cool with as as well. And In that situation, it wasn't no decision on, you know, who was gonna fuck with who, because the girl was like, fuck all y'all.
1: Right.
0: She <laughs> felt like we didn't take her side enough, and I was just like, that's between y'all. I really didn't want to be in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. But I totally understood where she was coming from. Hey, like it I said, I don't yeah. force nobody to be in my life. But... I knew from that day forward, I said, yeah, me and this girl ain't gonna be friends long because I already know it's about to happen. It's gonna happen with me. It's gonna happen with me. So then when Mm -hmm. we would get into fights or disagreements and we would bump heads with each other, I Mm -hmm. always was sitting there like, I already know where this is going and sometimes I do hate that I, I let things play out the way I know it's about to play out instead of just going ahead and nipping the shit in the bud I don't yeah. know that's one of my satisfactories of life but I really saw just sat there and let the shit unfold did I think it was going to end in like an actual like altercation the way it was no 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 but me personally um if I was on the outside of that situation, if I took myself out of it and I was one of my other friends, and I saw a friend pull a knife on my friend as if she was gonna stab the bitch, bitch, no, we can't we can't be cool.
1: Yeah, that and that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like, like the situation even was it, it, so drastic. Even, yeah, because
0: my my situation is extreme. Yes, it is yeah, extreme. But there's there are no way. certain things, there are certain things as friends that I just I I wouldn't agree with that. I don't get down like that. Like, if I see you fucking another friend over, like, if you, like, okay. Here's a good one. Okay. Sally borrowed money from Jane. Okay. Sally, Jane, and Mary, they all cool with each other. Sally doesn't want to pay Mary back. Jane, Jane back? yes. Mm -hmm. Sally doesn't want to pay Jane back. So, Jane was, wasn't trying to make it a big thing, but Jane was like, Sally. I need my money back and yeah. Mary happened to be there and mm-hmm. Sally blatantly told Jane bitch you not getting that money back me as Mary
1: <laughs> bitch no I can't be your friend anymore yeah there's no way I'm gonna trust you no more yeah I definitely don't fuck with people that don't pay people you're not back. a woman
0: of your word you're not a woman of your word
1: i think that okay just to give a better overall look we're giving kind of personal anecdotes but to give an overall look i think it all boils down to what you find important as a friend and like that example you just gave i don't play about that and that's something that ain't never been an issue in any of my friendships because i don't don't play about that, and i damn sure don't loan nobody money if i'm giving you money i'm giving you money because i don't need it back um we, I don't play about violence. As a matter of fact, I think me, Daisha, and Taryn got to be the only bitches on the planet to go to Miami. Two of the bitches get in a fight and we come out on the other side victorious and <laughs> still friends.
0: That shit never happens. Um, we really didn't have a choice but to make up because it was the first night.
1: So it was just kind of yeah, like. Yeah, that was the first night. We didn't have a choice. And also, it was, I think that a lot of bitches fall out in Miami because they aren't friends. We didn't fall out. We were drunk and got into a fight. That's a totally different. We were angle. all drunk that night. Yeah, we were us. drunk as fuck and got into a fight. That was and and I didn't want to fight. I will say that forever because I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover, and even Taryn knows that, <laughs> which is why I feel like she kind of went easy on me a little bit, and that's why I, I, we didn't even fight. Emotions for real. were running. Emotions were running, and Taryn just wanted Man. to make a point, point. and she, she did. did. She did. We both made points. She broke my nails, had scratches on her face. I bit her. This, <laughs> Everybody made their this, point. Okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I fight dirty, and Tyrant already knew that. That's a thing. Cause we had talked about it before. And like, Tyrant, if I, I don't know, know, but I forgot that you bit the bitch. Oh. So if I, I'm about the bite you, I'm gonna fucking elbow, whatever body part I can fling is getting flung. That day was but my team. Oh, all in all, I just feel like what you could do to
0: somebody, you could do to me. i that's just where I stand with it. Mm-hmm. It just, it is what it is. If you, if I could actively and again, watch you fuck yeah. somebody else over, one day comes that you will fuck me over too, because it shows that yes. you do not actually care and value your friendships. Because I wouldn't fuck my friends over. I wouldn't. And there's a lot. I don't of ever have a, layers even, to
1: it. Yeah,
0: even the situation I was in, I have never had the thought to put my hands on my friends or fight them. No, I just never have. Never. I just never have. I don't know. Never. That's weird. But all right, we right. gonna move on from that. I think we covered that quite nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, my last one was so Tori sent this in the group, and it just I found it so funny because the person that sent it was not the person that needed to oh. be making the statement.
1: <laughs> right message, wrong message.
0: Like the the wrong, the wrong fucking messenger. Where the fuck is it? I don't even think it was like hey, that, that.
1: But it was okay. good, it was it was good though. It was valid.
0: So the person said. The terrible friend to terrible partner pipeline be crazy. Lmao.
1: Who I
0: lmao because bitch, you was talking about yourself.
1: Screaming bitch, we ain't even finna get into that. She was. I have no comment, but that's hilarious.
0: And I only say that because she was a terrible friend, and then she went off to become a terrible partner.
1: Womp womp womp.
0: Well, maybe she wanted to say it because she knew from experience doing it herself. Maybe that's why she said it.
1: I am fucking weak.
0: (laughs) Maybe that's why. But She self-tweeted herself, bitch? Yeah, she did.
1: Please. Tori
0: said, because I know you don't have it pulled up. Tori said, because at the end of the day, a relationship is a relationship. People who don't know how to treat their friends damn sure don't know how to treat a partner. And I fucking felt that.
1: I felt Mm -hmm. that when you said it, friend. Uh, The same way I want to reclaim the word friend is the same way I want to reclaim the word relationship. I need y'all to understand that relationship is not any type of relation. Yeah, it's any type of relation you have with somebody else. That is a friend to friend, parent to child, child to parent, boyfriend to girlfriend, spouse to spouse, sister to sister, any relation you have with a human being is a relationship. We need to reclaim that word. Relationship does not automatically equal romantic. If you're talking about romantic, you need to specify that. So the question I think that you're coming to or what you're, what we're kind of getting to here is, do you feel like there is a correlation between being a good friend and being a good partner, being a bad friend, bad partner? Do you feel like you could yes. be... A good in so do you many feel like you can be a good friend and be a bad partner or vice versa
0: i feel like all of those things exist it does it, it mm-hmm. like that I, I feel like all of those things exist um i won't say it's a direct correlation because of course i don't have research in front of me um but i will yeah. say from my life experience and me paying attention to people and their habits and their ways um a lot of the women that were horrible friends to me they were not good partners because I'm gonna tell you right now a lot of the women I've fallen out with about men they are not with those men today so I always said mm-hmm. if you gonna fall out with me about a nigga make sure that nigga marry you cause what what the fuck yeah, would it be yeah. for um, and maybe this is cocky for me to say because I do feel like I'm a good ass fucking friend but bitch I don't think I'm worth falling out for for a nigga that you're just dating I agree because I definitely wasn't falling out with none of y'all hoes over my ex.
1: Love you, but these my definitely bitches. Definitely not. These, I I absolutely agree.
0: I just feel like um, this goes back to, you know, what we talk about with being male-centered and things like that. And it's just like, if you can't even, if you can't find it in you to be a good friend, what makes you think anybody, even that man that you're dating, thinks you're a good partner? Because- What we may think men are stupid but men look at those things too and men look at the fact that before y'all got together in this relationship Mm. you were going out you were hanging out with your friends Mm. and having a good time Mm. bitch that's what he liked about you that you went out and you had a good time and then you started seeing him and, and slowly but surely you wanted to be up this nigga ass all fucking day and all fucking night and now all of a sudden Falling out with your friends, and oh, I don't like her because she always got a problem with me hanging out with you. And he's looking at you crazy, bitch, because he's looking at you like, yeah, because you don't go spend time with your friends no more. So while you sitting in the house looking crazy because your man is all having a good time with his friends, you <laughs> abandon your friends, mm-hmm. your man who has not abandoned his friendships for you because you weren't even supposed to be doing that from the jump. Okay. Mm them the type of people that I talk about that's on the pipeline from bad friend to bad partner because Mm -hmm. you're already showing that you cannot you cannot pour into both things at the same time I pour into my relationships with Mm -hmm. men romantically and I pour into my relationships with women platonically my friends mean the world to me but Mm -hmm. also friendships are the 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 foundation of relate romantic relationships what's not girl clicking? thank you. Can you
1: preach? can you preach what's please?
0: not clicking so yes Speaking, at a young bro. age in kindergarten yes. in preschool we learn how to be a good friend how to share how to include people. as a teacher
1: i can tell you That is literally a standard for kindergarten. In kindergarten, it's not just, oh, you learn how to share. No, 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 no. By the state mandates that you have to learn how to share and how to be a citizen and how to be a friend. In kindergarten first grade, I promise to God, it is a standard. I hope another teacher is listening to to co-sign me. This is not some bullshit we're making up. You literally have to learn that as a child, how to be a citizen in the world, how to be a friend with all genders. It's not they don't teach you girls to be friends with girls and boys to be friends with boys. They teach you how to be a friend and a good citizen and human being. Period. Mm-hmm. And clearly, some of y'all was fucking sleep. <laughs> okay.
0: I just, like we talked about on our last episode with fostering our friendships, you should be fostering your friendships well into you finding a relationship and finding a mate and finding a partner. You should still be fostering your friendships. That's when, when I, I feel like you got to
1: work harder to do it.
0: You do because you have to balance it too. And I don't think it's hard at all. I don't
1: think it's hard at all.
0: It's not when it's you're secure.
1: Mm, yeah. Conversation maybe for another day, but it's not hard when you're secure. It's not hard when it ain't shit for you to get another nigga. It be the bitches trying to hold on for dear fucking life and don't know if this nigga gonna go tomorrow that be just like, oh, I gotta be up under Jerome because I don't know if he's gonna leave me. Girl. Let that nigga
0: go. We <laughs> oh,
1: outside. Leave Jerome and his lazy eye alone. Nobody give fuck. I
0: how gonna get it because... Again, my friendships mean the world to me. They, my friends, have seen me through so much. I just cannot imagine not having them and not spending time with them. Even now, I'm like, girl, what the fuck, my friends? at? I feel like I ain't seen these hoes in forever. Where we at with it? Trying to hang out. I always hang out with this nigga. I always hang out with these niggas. I always go on dates with these niggas. But it is not as fulfilling as it is being out with my friends and fucking with them and then going to do what I do
1: with my man. But, but I just feel like to me is- that's more fun right like to it me is going out and it doing is. whatever with my friends and then coming home to my man at the end of the night is so it's fun like it's supposed to be I don't understand the bitches that cancel being with their friends just to be with their nigga like girl you can always break that nigga. full circle night with your friends and your man but you chose to do it like that that shit trifling I don't like that I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm
0: sorry ain't nothing better than going out with your friends telling your man you're going out with your friends you tell your man you're going out with your friends you're like babe I'm going out with my friends tonight I'm gonna get real cute I'm gonna FaceTime you before I go you know you get ready you get cute you FaceTime your man and he like yeah you look good come through later when you get done with your friends you like "Mm, okay he sends you a little money to get you more drinks while you're out with there your it. friends. sure you good. You hot and motherfucking ready like Little Caesars, bitch, for five fucking dollars when you get to that nigga house, okay? You already got your whole bag in the trunk, bitch, because you spending the night.
1: And don't get you a nigga that'll pick you up. I don't think my pussy oh. has ever been so wet than a and nigga it, it, that came No, 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 let's back up some, let's, let's
0: back up some. Let's up. up drop something. me off back and some.
1: pick me well, up after Let's, let's back
0: up, I before said, that, before that, before that. Let's back up, because you out with your friends and you telling your friends like, yeah, girl, we gonna have fun tonight, because after this, I'm going to, I'm going to see you. Your friends gonna hype you up, bitch. And your friends gonna get you, you drunk you so up. they know...
1: They don't bitch, sure yeah, will,
0: bitch, yeah, go bitch. Yeah, go do a motherfucking cartwheel 360
1: shit. spin on that bitch. Do it for me, bitch. Do it for the culture. I think the best night I ever had was literally graduation getting pregame lit with my nigga, <laughs> him dropping me off to be with my friends to get more lit. Me slurring my words, trying to call him like babe, come pick me up. Picking my ass up and fucking the shit of me and me going to sleep and graduating the next day. (laughs) That shit was lit. Okay? You bitches don't know nothing about nothing. It's called balance, hoe. You want to know? And I just did that. I just did
0: that. So, what was it? I went to brunch with my friends. I forgot what day it was. I went to brunch with my friends. And I strategically set the brunch up to be you <laughs> right, by <laughs> right by my nigga house. Right by my nigga house. Big walk across up. the street. I literally, bitch, when I got there, I parked at my nigga complex. So I didn't even have to <laughs> move my car, no nothing. I wasn't playing. I wasn't playing. I wasn't playing. I wasn't playing. Anyway, walk my little ass over there. Got drunk off the bottom of the most, I'm texting my nigga while I'm there like, I'm trying to get fucked.
1: <laughs> not yesterday. Not tomorrow. Today. <laughs> Drewski. Screaming, <laughs> oh. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and what did I do?
0: Lead branch, drunk, little high, <laughs> and got fucked.
1: not wait. All, home. We, all right, y'all. Listen, let's 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 bring it back because we got way off. Me and are a little tipsy. We we kick in. Hold on, pa- pa- pause real quick. All right, I ran out of my little pan. I had to go and get some LaMarca, you know, Old Faithful. But anyways, okay. going back to what we were talking about. So, I, I think like... that you can go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, finish up, I... and then I'll say my family.
0: You're fine. Um, yeah, I just feel like you we're loving to your friends too it's not hard it's not hard and just being there's so many benefits and so many great things that come from being a good friend I don't see why
1: you would choose any any other route yep absolutely um so going back to the original question just going to each scenario I feel like if you're a good friend you're more than likely a good partner like that, I feel like that, it just makes sense because like we said before, friendship is the foundation of relationship. If you have all of the qualities of what it takes to be a good friend, there's a good chance, it's not 100%, but it's a good chance that you have the qualities to be a good partner. I'm sorry. Y'all, I'm sorry. Pause what I was saying because Deisha was so still on the Zoom. I thought this screen was frozen i was i paused i was like are you okay is everything built the connection like yo and i'm just laughing stuff. <laughs> anyways okay so there's that um good friend bad partner I feel like unfortunately that happens probably more often than not wouldn't you say i feel like that's yeah. like almost normal i feel like that's almost normal there's a lot of people out here that are actually pretty darn good to their friends and they're shitty to their partners bad partner good friend i think it depends on what you would say a bad partner is i and don't this know Sometimes I be like
0: I don't, I, no, i'm not a bad partner i'm not a bad partner i have my i have my things but i'm not a bad partner
1: I think this also goes back. To, uh, there was a tweet that went viral sometime last year where basically somebody was saying that if you cheat, you're you are probably also a bad friend. And excuse me, sneezing, burping. What the fuck is going on today? Oh no, bodily functions during the I podcast. Don't, I don't know about that one, Tori. so. This is what I'll say. So they were basically saying they feel like if you're a, if you cheat, you're probably also not a good friend. Uh, it, it sent the timeline into a melee. I am about to sneeze again. No, it didn't come. Um, But this is what I'll say. If you cheat, there are a lot of things that you have to do that are cornerstones of friendship that you're breaking. If you cheat, You have to lie. If you cheat, you almost always have to manipulate. You almost always have to gaslight. You almost always have to deceive. You all, I mean, there are so many bad things that you have to do to cheat. to where it makes complete sense for somebody to think if you cheat, you will be a bad friend. I think there are. The I will say is how often you do it. If you're a serial cheater, there's no way you're a good friend. I'm sorry. There's just no way you're a good person or a good friend. If I think cheat, the way I look at it, one time. I don't know. I, I am
0: one be. of those people. I do give my friends a little flag for cheating on their partners, and I, I expect them to give me flag for cheating on my partners. I don't think that's
1: anything we need to be. And to be clear, Tori has never cheated.
0: Daisha has cheated.
1: Um, we know <laughs> we I talk know. about this. No, we talk about this on the podcast.
0: Yeah, and I don't yeah. think at any given time any of y'all, I won't say that y'all have looked at me less of a friend, but really there has definitely you have definitely had moments of telling me
1: like bitch, you're wildin'. You're wildin'. That's a fact, you're wilding. So I also want that to be clear. Niggas think we don't be checking our friends. No, that's y'all that don't be checking y'all rapey weird ass friends I honestly, and y'all cheating I honestly, ass friends. We check honestly, our
0: friends. I'm going to say this and I don't, I, don't, I don't like to do double standards, but I am going to say this. More often than not, there are some grimy bitches out there that just cheat just to cheat. But more often than that, women are cheating because they are something is that nigga already doing some shit in a
1: relationship like... I hate still to be wrong. Into that stereotype, but it is true, unfortunately, yeah, it, a lot of
0: times. It's still wrong. It's yeah. still wrong. But more often than not, when I think about the many situations of men that I know that actively cheat on their girlfriends and the men that they surround themselves with, because they always are surrounded by men who don't even get down like that in any form or fashion. Yes. The majority of the time, those men will tell they niggas straight up, like, if you can't even remain loyal. To the woman you're supposed to go home to, and the woman that you claim you love and want to be with, and spend the rest yes. of your life with, you're not no good nigga, and that's not a nigga I want to keep around me.
1: That part, that and that's part. How I, feel like, about I, I just like feel people. like, like
0: said, people who are serial cheaters, I would look at them like that because mm-hmm. you, you're lying every day. You're lying to your partner, nigga. You're lying mm-hmm. to yourself. I ain't know you lying to me, nigga.
1: Absolutely. Period. Like there's, there's you. no way that you're not. That's clearly your nature. I think with this whole entire conversation, a lot of what this boils down to, even what we talked about previously... Figuring out if that is in that
0: person's nature or not.
1: Period. Once somebody does something enough, you see them do it with somebody else, whether that's a friend, whether that's a partner. No matter what the thing is, when you see somebody do something more than once, more than twice, it's like, this ain't a coincidence. This is you, my nigga. This is you. Like This is you. This is how you are. So I feel like... No, I'm not gonna judge you if you cheat on your nigga once. No, I'm not gonna judge you if you cheat on your bitch twice. But yeah, if you a cheating ass motherfucker, yeah, you're probably not a good friend. I'm just gonna go ahead and and correlate that shit. You're not a good friend. The last one would be... uh, So the last one I just said was good friend, bad partner. So then this one is the partner bad friend you feel like those are hand in hand I don't even think that's possible I don't think that you can be good dating somebody and not be a good friend because there's probably no way you even have any solid friendships in your life gonna, and by default your relationship is gonna be shit I don't think that's even possible for that to happen
0: Tori I'm not even gonna lie to you I'm, I, I wanted to agree with you I really did but I have seen some women be outstanding model motherfucking partners and be horrible fucking friends because there are some women that are that male centered. They don't, like we said, they don't foster their relationships with women. They they feel like their their friendships with women, it's like some temporary thing or something that they do while they don't have a man. And then sometimes it always starts off as they only use their friendships to complain about their men and this, that, and the third. But when it comes down to showing up for that man, doing what they need to do to keep that man and making that man happy, they don't have no fucking problem doing it because they feel like that is their ticket to life to having that man and that is their ticket to happiness when honestly I have come to conclusion with myself in my adult life, my happiness is in my friends and my, (laughs) thank you. But my consistent happiness that I get from other people, it's from my friends. I can have so many ups and downs with men and men can drag me through the mud and this and the thirst, but when it comes down to my fucking friends. I ain't never gonna be let down by them bitches. Some bitches have fell off the wagon. That's fine,
1: mm-hmm. but no. Damn that that one is that one is hard for me because I feel like the women that are doing what you're saying are they a good partner, or are they a narcissist? Are they love bombing? Are they bullshitting? Like, are they really being a good partner, or is it the mask? And if we went and asked them niggas after a certain point, they'd be like, hell nah, this bitch crazy or something. I'm just trying to figure out how anybody can be in a long-term, healthy dating relationship and be a bad friend. I don't know if I've ever seen that. You telling me you have seen women being in a long-term dating relationship and they suck as a friend? They don't got no friends? That's sick. That's crazy as fuck. Like, that's very sad. That's very sad. You've seen it? It's crazy. Even wow, if it's just temporary. I've sad. seen it. It's we don't weird. have to talk about this again. We're gonna have to talk about this again. And I think when we talk about it next time, I wanna have like a psychiatrist or like a therapist or something to I get it, to bigger. see if, yeah. see if they have any extra insight on this, but I just feel like relationship is relationship is relationship at the end of the day. We could really really go deeper even here. Again, maybe next week we'll talk about family but I don't see how you can have a horrible relationship with every person in your family and be a good partner or be a good friend. Like it's just relationship is relationship. The foundations of relationship are the same across the board if you are just I was about to say I was about to say you ain't met my daddy listen have you met mine if you're not good in the foundational things you're not gonna be good across the board if you're not loyal you're just not loyal if you're not truthful you're not truthful if you are if you don't show up for people if you don't have empathy conversation for another day if you don't have empathy if you don't have sympathy if you don't have love if you're not caring if there are certain things you don't have in your friendship you probably aren't gonna have it in your relationships you probably not gonna have it in your familial relationships but it's across the board so it's like if you can show up for somebody as a partner but not as a friend that's i i just can't even deal i can't even deal with stuff like that I just can't deal with that because it's weird. It's weird. We in a this relationship too, bitch. The only thing we ain't did is scissor, but we in a relationship. You <laughs> treat me good. Just like you treat these niggas good. Just like, I don't know, man. I be walking around feeling some good. type
0: of way against my friends when they do some shit to me. Like I feel some type of way about these niggas. You
1: got me fucked up, bitch. We supposed to be better than that. And this is going back to what, and we're going to wrap it up because I know this episode long as fuck, but. <laughs> yeah, well, let's go ahead and give our last
0: thoughts. Yeah, on this.
1: lasting thoughts is this is exactly why I feel like it's important to know your friends and know who they are for truly who they are. Mm-hmm. My friends know me. They know what I'm about and what I'm not about. And there it's certain things, like I said earlier. Somebody called them and told them Tori did XYZ, they gonna hang up the phone. Somebody called them and say Tori has a drunk somewhere, they probably gonna believe that shit, because it's probably true. <laughs> it just is what it is. But I just think that when it comes to relationships and when it comes to how you deal with people, either you have the more the morality or you don't. You need to have the same moral ground and the same moral standing for anybody, whether it's platonic, romantic, familial, acquaintance, work, like you should have a certain level of morals that go across the board. I can't trust nobody whose morals change. That's not how morals even work. Words matter, words mean things. Morals don't work like that. You either got them or you don't
0: yeah um, my lasting thoughts would be Nobody should feel no way about being an associate to me. If I see and I see and I speak. Please consider that a lot because I don't have to speak to nobody at all, honestly, truly. Yeah. Um, there's no shame in being anybody's associate. Maybe one day it will grow into an actual friendship. You never fucking know. And you never know who you might need or the space they might be in. Do you know how many how many networking and things I've done with just associates? People Absolutely. look out when they look out and they fuck with you. You ain't got to be friends with everybody. Find your core group of people and stick with them. Absolutely. Um, yes I feel like my friends actions against our other friends does define them as a friend to me if you fuck over another friend 9 times out of 10 bitch you might just fuck me over and I gotta arms length or you gotta get the fuck
1: you gotta um, get the fuck <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> at this age you gotta get the fuck only reason I say arms length is when it's like little stuff but bitch yeah. stuff, bitch you gotta get the fuck ASAP um, and yes, I do believe if you are a bad friend, no, there's no possible way, honestly, you can really be a good partner. You may be a good partner for a while, but after a while, that nastiness in you that it's came, gonna it's, come out. It is, it is, and nobody likes that. I'm sorry, we're humans. Friendship is a part of being a human. So if you cannot mm. maintain friendships, you need to go back to the drawing board and you need to get your ass in motherfucking therapy, bitch. Huh. <sighs> Glad I got that out.
1: Oh, I feel like we need a part two. We don't have to have a whole other conversation. I feel like we talked about so much. And I feel like it's a good full circle moment. Because if, if y'all have been with us since the beginning, of course, our very first episode was about friendship. And I feel like me and they should get very passionate when it comes to friendship. Like I know this relationship or this podcast, we talk about relationships a lot. But Friendship is the reason we even have this podcast. Like, friendship is the basis of everything for us. Friendship is relationship, so... Thank you. And friendship is relationship. So, it just means a lot to us, and I feel like there's so much more that we could even say, um, but... Yeah, just keep... What it all boils down to for me
0: is I love my friends. I love the friendships that I have built with women. I feel like I have built sisterhoods and i have built my forever friends and i could not imagine life without them like you know at this yeah. point in my life falling out with a friend would hurt me more than a, falling out with a nigga same actually I
1: it's just, been like that for a while it like, has
0: been like that for a while but it's just i like, We get over there.
1: bitches before we get we're we getting
0: up there bitch we're getting up yeah. there yeah. So yeah, I hope everybody, you know, I hope leaving this podcast today, I hope you think about the friends that you have around you. If anything, girl, text your motherfucking friends in your group chat right now and tell them bitches that you love them and you appreciate them because that shit goes a long fucking way. It goes
1: a and, long way. And I hope that for me, this is going to sound petty, but I hope that y'all have gotten some new denotations and connotations and y'all understand that words matter and words mean things i hope y'all left here understanding what a friend is an acquaintance is what a romantic relationship is what a platonic relationship is i want y'all to really sit down and put people where they're supposed to go i think mm-hmm. so many things in our lives are fucked up because people do not put people in their correct category of where it is supposed to go the reason why you feel some type of way about that bitch doing whatever she did to you is because that bitch was an acquaintance and you made her a bestie she was never supposed to be your bestie. that goes back to the
0: wedding thing that goes back exactly. to the wedding thing you're exactly. mad because you realize y'all not as close as
1: you thought y'all were period you mad about what this nigga is doing because you thought that was your boyfriend when that nigga was a fuck buddy. That you were his comrade, So you feel some type of way. I mean, I just mean- Oh, everybody. that is definitely another topic for another motherfucking not day. Let's go ahead right now. Day, but I just want everybody to really start putting people where they belong so that they can move accordingly. Put them where they go, have your rules for whatever, have your level, your morals, should be your foundation of your house. And you should be building everything up around it. Period. And and you should be fine. But please stop putting people in in general ass categories like like that's gonna hold some weight. Because it fucking doesn't. It really doesn't. And me and Daisha are telling you this now. We've been on this podcast for years now. But both of us are pushing 30. We have different points in our life. And... This is wisdom. I feel like this is really wisdom that we're giving the people at this point. Please be wise. We have seen it all and done it all. Be smart. That's all I got. I can't
0: say nothing more. I can't say nothing more on that, Tori. True To wrap this thing up, please send your dear deardation letters to it's the pot at gmail.com, and I said it last episode, and I'll say it again. You can send me a letter about anything, babe. Anything. We gonna talk about everything up on here. Don't be sending yeah. me no letter about your sex life, though. Not too much.
1: I wouldn't Not mind that, because I love sex. Life, so. I actually wouldn't
0: love that, either.
1: I love sex. I love actually, sex life life. I would like that more than the relationship shit. a letter talking about how your nigga out
0: too much and you trying to figure out what to do. I'm she help you. I'm going to put out okay. a PSA on our page. I'm going to put out a
1: PSA. I'm going to put out a PSA. We want, I'm but, actually here for the sex shit. But
0: yeah. it
1: it doesn't have to be the only thing. That's what she's trying. But, that's what um, trying to say. Yeah.
0: I really I really really do hope to everybody that has listened to the episode and has made it this far. I really do hope that you have taken something from this episode in a positive way. Thank I you. hope it has opened you up and you have a better outlook on you know like Tori said where to place your friends and things like that and don't Mm -hmm. don't let other people offend you about where you place them at because that placement is for you not for them it's for you
1: absolutely um
0: and that's all i got you can follow me on instagram at london affair underscore you can follow me on twitter at london
1: affair yes make sure you follow the podcast at the wind down pod on instagram and you can follow me tori at girl from atlanta Until next time, we love y'all. Deuces. Bye.